Hey everyone, it's Lauren and Mark. Welcome to another edition of the Loose Lugs Racing Podcast. We have some great stuff in store. Let's get to it. All right. Hello, Loose Lug Nation. Today we have episode number 65 for you. Mark, another scarce number one uh, at our local track, Wisconsin International Raceway, in the Super Stock Division, Jeff Tremel. Uh, who do you have? Hey, dude. Yeah, 65. That's that's kind of a scarce number. Um, I remember Steve Sigelman. He come to Milwaukee. He's a traveler in the 65. Uh, hey, how about back in the early 90s? How about Kevin Sawinski? I think... Did he uh, dabble in the Bush Series? I think he ran a couple races. He was a hot shoe back in the 90s. And then, uh, hey, for you old-timers, how about Herb Iverson? Yeah, that's the Iverson crew that comes from the UP. He bought a car. I, I believe that car was J.J. Smith's old car, and he'd run it on Saturday nights on Saturday uh, at Shano. And uh, just a sharp-looking Camaro. It was always a white with a brown trim and yeah that dude could get around the dirt track so yeah there's my 65s there for you dude yeah kevin sawinski talking about him he uh he was really really good on the asa uh racing series there i remember him watching him as a kid yeah that's where he was in the asa series i don't know if he did make it to nascar or not he was downright close but then uh boy all of a sudden his career just disappeared and that was mostly didn't see him anymore yeah for sure well hey buddy uh it's been a, a moment since we we got together we're gonna do this a little different we got to go all the way back to talladega so we're just going to tell you some big things that happened during the races and then also the winners leading up to championship weekend here so uh starting with the truck series race in talladega boy there was a scary incident jordan anderson was on fire it was a huge fire he hits the inside wall and, and is out immediately. He actually started getting out of the truck before the truck was even stopped. He was leaning out of the window when the truck hit the wall. My goodness, was that scary. The timing was perfect for him. If it would have been a little bit different, man, he would, he would have got pancaked into the wall. And, yeah, he got burned up pretty bad. They had to fly him out of there in a helicopter. So Craziness. Um. And then later in the race, Haley uh, Deegan bumped into her crew and, and tires coming around. The tire goes into the infield, and one of the crew guys goes and gets it in the infield when the track was hot. Yikes. <laughs> yeah, they have a rule on that for a good reason, you know. But, uh, yeah, the guy took off, and I think he was escorted from the racetrack. They, uh, they frowned on that one. Yes, they did. Uh, he did end up leaving. Uh, well, it was an interesting finish. They came down in the trioval. The caution came out during a wreck. They were sitting and wondering who won it. Was Rhodes ahead? Was Matt Benedetto ahead? Holmes crossed the line first, but it was declared that Matt Benedetto gets his first NASCAR win there at Talladega. He's been trying a long time, man, and uh, um, I thought he'd do better at that truck this year. But, uh, yeah, he got a victory there. He runs good also at the plates. If you look back in the results page um, in the cup series, he always ran good in the, in the restrictor plate races. Absolutely. Good for that team too. They kind of 
were mediocre for a lot a lot of the season there, but pulled out a win late. Yeah, that's for sure. I, I think uh, he's signed for next year. I think he's going to stay in the truck series. Last thing that I heard about him. Yep, I believe I heard that as well. Well, the Xfinity series was kind of tame. And, and the weird thing is, and we'll talk about this in a little bit, there's really no big one between the Cup series and the Xfinity series. The big thing that happened in the Xfinity series there was Allgaier pushes Gibbs early and Gibbs goes around. Definitely too early to be getting super aggressive. But two things there. How did that not become a huge crash, and how did Ryan Sieg avoid it? Yeah, <laughs> it was amazing how Gibbs got spun out right down the backstretch and um, shows that he does have quite a talent for the steering wheel there's. Yeah. <laughs> uh, A.J. Elmendinger would hang on to win barely over Sam Mayer. Uh, good finish there in the Xfinity Series. All cars finished. Every every car finished that race. That hasn't happened in a while. They said it was like 10 years ago. Maybe Outstanding. Yeah. Outstanding. Well, let's move into the Cup Series then. Uh, again, um, Really not a whole lot. There was a late caution that came out. Elliott jumped to the outside shortly after the restart and hangs on to win. He would be the first playoff driver to win in the playoffs. Remember talking about that the last time we met, and no one had won being in the playoffs. Yeah, So, <laughs> but, you know, Elliott is quite popular at Talladega, man, just like Earnhardt. Earnhardt and Elliott's was always a big deal in Talladega. Fans loved that stuff. Absolutely. And then uh, Harvick was found to have a modified deck lid, which uh, meant a loss of 100 points in the drivers and owners' standings. Excuse me. Childers was fined $100,000 and suspended for four races. They initially appealed, but did drop their appeal a few weeks later. Huh. So, yeah, they got caught. But, uh, boy, listening to. Sounds like there's some stuff going on behind the scenes with Harvick. It would be interesting where he's going to he's gonna be going. Um, I hear he's definitely going to end up in the booth. Probably him and uh, Boyer will be together here pretty soon when Harvick decides to hang it up. Yeah, he's getting up there, and there's been uh, some more rumors I've been seeing popping up here. So um, it will be interesting for sure. They there's went into the some cooking there, yeah. Yep, there's something cooking there. It, there's been all kinds of rumors flying about that one. I thought Harvick was signed for another year, but you know how that goes. <laughs> they can get rid of those one-year contracts really fast. Well, the latest I heard was Fox is going to have a rotation again like they did this year, yeah. and Harvick will join next year. That's the latest I heard, but um, you never know what will happen. And, and since we're on that topic, he is one of the best in the booth coming from up from the uh, driver's seat. And, you know, the other one that really does a good job is Joey Logano. Joey obviously has a long career in front of him, even though he's been in the Cup Series, seems like forever as well. Um, but those two are the best. So Harvick would definitely be a good choice for that. Yeah. You know, and Kazalowski and, and uh, Logano also, they, they dabble in it too. And they're, they're not annoying. It, it isn't that bad. So, But, yeah, it's always cool to see the drivers come up and, and be announcing, huh? <laughs> There's another one, Brad. Yeah, I didn't mention Brad. That's a that's a good one as well. Um, let's get into the Roval then the next weekend, Xfinity Series and Cup Series there. 
Um, really not a huge, huge um, thing that happened. Hemrick got off early as a playoff driver, hit the wall pretty good. Um, big stack-ups happened, just a few minor incidents. Um, Herb spins and nails the wall near the end of the race. He would be done and out of the playoffs. A.J. Almendinger would win the race, and this was a cutoff race, remember. So Sieg, Hemrick, Herbst, and Clements were eliminated. Gregson, Almendinger, Gibbs, Elgire, Barry, uh, Hill, Jones, and Mayer would advance to the next round. I didn't see that race. That was the weekend of, uh, mm, that must have been Oktoberfest. I think it was busy, and I don't believe I got to see that race. Very seldom you see me get through a whole season without seeing a race, and I believe I did not get to see that one. It was a good race um, there. Uh, interesting with the uh, points going on always at the Roval. Good race. The Cup Series uh, playoff driver starting having issues there in the final stage. Suarez had a power steering problem. Chastain got in the wall and had to go to the garage to fix an issue. Uh, LaJoy and Suarez made contact twice and spun and then Larson has a, a rear toe link issue. So some major things coming on. Elliot would spin and then Bell who pit after la after a late caution, excuse me, with five to go and needed to win to advance goes on and wins the race. It knocked out Larson, Suarez, Sindrick and Bowman. Bowman had the uh, concussion uh, issue um, unfortunately and, and ended up being eliminated, but Wow, unbelievable. Yeah, look at that top 12 that was that was there to start that was still in the championship. Any one of them guys could win a championship there. So, yeah, it seemed like when Bell needed a win, man, he, uh, he sure did perform this year. Elliott, Logano, Chastain, Bell, Byron, Blaney, Hamlin, and Briscoe advanced to the next round. You know, there was something that happened late at that race. Custer slowed on the lap last lap. To help Briscoe, it appeared Custer and his crew chief, Mike Shiplett, were fined $100,000, and Shiplett is suspended indefinitely, and that still is he still is suspended to this day. Uh, be interesting to see what happens with that. Uh, the team also lost 50 points in the drivers and owner standings. That one had some sting to it. Woo! Oh, yeah. They were not messing around on that one. They had They looked at a ton of data there. Um, it looked that way from the TV and, and things, but it's hard to tell what's going on in the driver's seat, but they had the data looked at it and felt confident in, in putting down that penalty on them. Well, it came out how they found out about it was in the radio broadcast from the, from the, uh, dude that was, uh, the crew chief, he was on the war wagon and he was yelling that you got a flat tire. Well, how do you see the backstretch of the racetrack when you're sitting on the warway and on pit road? And when they found that and they heard that, that, that was said, that's what got them busted. Yep. They heard them transmit that, that message over the radio and all of a sudden, aha, well, they probably walked up to him and says, now how can you see the backstretch when you're sitting there on pit road? Hmm. Huh. Yeah. Busted. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Then they went to Las Vegas the next week, the Xfinity Series and the Cup Series. Uh, there was a caution for Brandon Jones. It looked like they were too quick on the trigger there. Then AJ started having issues. He got into his team at Castle, which could have been a big incident. Uh, gets into Barry, who gets into the wall. And then he thinks he has a loose wheel, but they tell him he doesn't emphatically. And I have here, how do they know that? 
because you can look at the data, but you're, I mean, they were like, you do not have a loose wheel. And how many times have we heard, well, we got them tight, but if you're feeling it, come on down just to make sure. He ends up hitting with 23 to go. They changed all four to make sure. And sure enough, it came down. Not only was one tire loose, two were loose, the right front and the right rear. <laughs> You'll feel that vibration, won't you there? So I remember uh, on that race on lap four, uh, Trevor Bain, he come off a of turn two, and he he had that thing so sideways. He, he actually called on the radio, and he says, I think I'm really, really loose. And I laughed right out loud on that one. It's amazing how he ever saved that car. So um, Vegas puts out good racing there. Um, 40 to go, there was a mystery caution, just like old times. And uh, I see in my notes here, in uh, exclamation point, that was BS. So... Um, don't remember um, what that incident was about. That's when the 98, when uh, they were on their way from Texas and they crashed their hauler in Texas, wasn't it? I believe so, yep. On the way there. So, yeah, there was there was even action off the track trying to get back and forth across the country, too. Uh, Noah would slap the wall decently after getting loose in the top lane, running in the top three. Uh, Barry would advance to the championship four by winning and holding on uh, to the lead there over his teammate Gregson. Yeah, and then the seven was right behind him, Allgaier, you know, so, and, and Mayer had a seventh place, so there's there's that whole team right there. They sure peaked at the right time this year, didn't they? Absolutely. Uh, they have a ten, you know, they've seen them top three now, one, two, three, or maybe there was one time where they were one, two, three, four at one point, so, um, that's a that's a team to, that you know you always have to look out for. Yep, absolutely. Sounds like they're just going to be just as powerful next year too. Yep, yep. Got a good lineup going on there. You, you betcha. Uh, the Cup Series. Then, um, big thing that happened was Larson slides up and puts Bubba in the wall. Bubba retali retaliates and hits Larson in the right rear on the front stretch. They go hard into the. Uh, French Rich Wall, Larson was on the drop. Bubba goes over to Larson and shoves him multiple times, once hard into the side of his car. They also collected Bell, who was a playoff driver. And I'll say this, I've I've defended Bubba multiple times. Hate for um, not a, lewd, a, a good reason. It's not his fault if the media is focusing on them and all that. And he hasn't really said or did anything that any other driver – before but uh i can't defend him in this incident that was extremely dangerous and, and unsafe there it, it can't be can't be allowed there come on he hit the wall he said his steering was gone so you know he was driving a steerless car and it just so happened he, he clipped the five car yeah um <laughs> does that hold yeah, any weight huh I don't no. think uh, with the way they're monitoring the radios that you can just come out and say something like that. So I'm sure there was uh, he was thinking about that at that time too. But, well, uh, he, changed, he changed his tune when he got suspended for a week. So then, then he became all of a sudden Mister Nice Guy. But at at the time of the incident, yeah, he uh, he what does he weigh about forty pounds more than Larson? And he was sitting there shoving him around. Pick on someone of your own size, you know. <laughs> and and you know the thing that we should focus. You know, everyone has their point where they uh, do something that doesn't 
good and, and they learn from it. And this might be the breaking point for Bubba um, with some of the, the attitude stuff that some people don't like, not that he's done a whole lot of it in my opinion, but you know, you think back to Ernie Irvin and, and he had a moment like that. And maybe this is the moment that propels Bubba um, in that same trajectory where veteran drivers and, and learns from it. Um, you know, he has a couple wins under his belt now, so I think he'll certainly learn from it. And I liked his attitude after, after the incident there, I think uh, you could tell that it affected him and, and he's going to learn from it. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. It'll be a learning, you know, still expect him to do well next year. He's got the best equipment that's out there. So with that whole, that whole organization as a satellite of Gibbs, you know, so yeah, expect, expect him to do well again next year. So he'll still be relevant. Uh, Kyle Busch loses a tire after uh, a pit stop there. The fender kept it on for a while, but eventually it comes uh, loose there. And then Suarez spun off a four after Reddick kind of squeezed him there. Uh, Joey Logano would go on and win the race and advance to the championship four. You know, Kyle Busch lost lost that tire and still fought and got back to a third place. Um, Boy, isn't it amazing how Kyle Busch, once when the announcement that he was moving on, all of a sudden, that team just uh, fell right off the face of the earth. Uh, it was after this Las Vegas race that he's really had some struggles. <laughs> I guess it matters when you have to go to the team meetings. Huh? Otherwise, I don't know. You, you lose all <laughs> you lose all good good parts of a race car. Is the way I look at it. I can't believe Kyle Busch could fall off that fast after that announcement was made this year. I agree. It was an amazing trap off after all that happened. Yeah, he was in the championship, and all of a sudden, bang! Like, wow, that car isn't performing at all. I don't know. Mm, strange. <laughs> I'm sure he's happy. He's moved on, and that's it. You know, move on and go from there. We'll see how it goes. Absolutely. Then the they go to Miami Homestead Speedway with the truck starting out here. Nemechek scrapes the wall a few times early. He cuts a tire in. No caution, but that truck was hurt. Yes, you could always damage them real well at Homestead. That's a fast-moving track. The drivers all say it's their, it's the most fun track. They Everybody enjoys Homestead, so. No doubt. Enfinger also slaps the wall and cuts the tire. He was in a must-win situation, so that was going to affect him greatly. And how about this? Friend of the program, we're going to talk to him here not on this podcast, but we'll talk to him here soon to recap his season. Uh, Ty Majeski goes on and wins the race. Um, great job by him. We were actually at the Dells for the Alive for Queen for this race, and a lot of people were shocked that Ty could win at Miami, I felt like, but really he had some experience there. And I, I told you at the time, I said, well, they don't have to run the boards there necessarily in the truck. So I think he's got a good opportunity and, and sure enough, I go back and watch the race and he did very well and, and takes the race there in Miami. You're exactly right. He was using the apex of the corners perfectly. And that's that third stage, man, there was no touch on him. He just drove right off into the sunset. Uh, Zane Smith, Chandler Smith and Ben Rhodes would advance the championship four with Ty Majeski, uh, Friesen Eckes, Nemechek and Finger were eliminated there. Then in the Xfinity series, uh, the majority day, but had a loose wheel and had a pit. Had some contact there. 
a late caution set up a short run, and Gregson holds on to win the race to advance to the. Yeah, Greg Gregson, <laughs> man, he's been a factor. He's been a factor all year long. Um, it's going to be interesting when he goes to the Cup Series next year. We'll see how that works. There's all kinds of good things going on with that team, so we'll talk about that later where he's going. Yep. Uh, cup race at Miami. Nemechek was filling in for Bubba Wallace. He spins and touches the wall early, but he had speed all we can run. I thought that was pretty impressive. Hamlin had a heck of a save there. Um, unfortunately for uh, Blaney, he spun coming off a of pit road. It sounds like he actually downshifted instead of upshifting there. Um, so uh, still adjusting to the, the cars every now and then. Yeah, you can still miss a shift. <laughs> Take her a different direction and lock them up and lose control. Yeah, yeah, and, and you can see that happening in the uh, in the in the moment during a race. Yep. About uh, the biggest moment, I I feel like Truex saw with contact with Larson while they were leading. Looked like Truex slowed down and might have missed his pit stall if he didn't get spun. It was a strange incident. Uh, Truex's team was in not slow down and Larson got it. Hopefully everyone was okay there. Uh, going back and looking at it, Truex definitely did slow down a little bit and really wasn't Larson's fault there, but Truex. Yeah. Isn't that something how you got to sit there and put your bumper underneath the other guy? I, I, I would believe that you should at least give a little bit of a, you know, a little boundary like that, boy, you know, that could hurt somebody. <laughs> Thankful you said you better believe it. Thankful that there was nobody there. Well, I'm going to disagree with you on that because if you're not tucked up underneath someone right on their bumper, you're it's that crucial. So you have to be a and you're in. Something like that doesn't happen where someone has to slow down um, quickly where or something happens in front of them or something like that happens. But it's hard. These these drivers are in a tough spot because they have to get every millisecond they can. Even if it's a foot off someone's bumper, I don't believe in that. A foot. Well, We're talking a foot, foot and a half. Give, give yourself just a little bit bumper instead of sticking your bumper underneath his, his rear end. He checked up and all of a sudden, zing, he was gone. Just like there's got to be a little bit of a buffer there, but. Yeah, I'm sure every personality out there has a different way of doing that. You hope it doesn't happen, but boy, I tell you, there's some a lot of people standing on pit road. <laughs> yeah, know. no, I I agree that it's a dangerous place there. I just if you're given a foot, uh, then the next guy isn't, so you're losing um, some time there. So why don't you um, race like that on i racing then, <laughs> mm, Lauren? <laughs> Yeah, I know. I'm not the best at that, actually. So Exactly. Um, so paint the kettle black. Well, that's that's why they're cup drivers and I'm an iRacer. How about that? Oh, okay. <laughs> good example. Uh, good explain. <laughs> Hamlin up into the wall and loses a few positions late. That could be crucial as they were going into Martinsville to advance to the Final Four. Uh, Larson goes on and wins at Miami. Um, no shocker there. He runs really well there, especially since they have to run the boards. Unfortunately for him, he was eliminated um, in the last round, so he does not advance. Yep, Chastain got second. You know how he can run the boards too. You know, Almendinger with a third. So, um, yeah, good good racing at Homestead. There's sometimes I really didn't care for that, especially when it was championship weekend. But it seems to be a fun uh, fun good racetrack. 
maybe they can take the championship back there sometime. Be a little more exciting than Phoenix, in my opinion. I will agree with you on this new, if we're just talking cup cars, the new cup car, and we've talked about this, really a mile and a half, not so good on short tracks there. But it was phenomenal racing at Miami Homestead. You expect that out of the trucks to be a little closer. Xfinity Series is one of the best. That package is awesome for the Xfinity Series that they got going on. And then with the new car, the mile-and-a-half program is is spectacular. So it was good racing at Miami Homestead. And I think they're, they might move it back. It'll be all right. Well, it won't be next year, but hopefully they'll start scrambling the schedule again. So anyway. Yep. Then the Xfinity Series and Cup Series goes to Martinsville, the cutoff race before the championship, four races at Phoenix. Um, there was Xfinity Series late, uh, some contacts, some people trying to get in and transfer. Ultimately, what happens is Gibbs spins his teammate Jones after the white flag nails the wall, and that ends the race with Gibbs going on to win. Gibbs was cer- certainly booed after the race. He took out his teammate. It didn't sit well with Jones. Jones is moving on to junior. Uh, this had a lot of people talking. Yeah, you better believe it. Well, first off, you said he spun him out. He didn't spin him out. He plowed him. I mean, he even had even buckled the hood on the car. He hit him so hard. And then, you know, if he says that he felt sorry that he took his partner out, then why? Why did we do a, a quarter-mile burnout and got the crowd all fired up? And, yeah, he got he got everybody fired up. And uh, <laughs> he was the talk, but most of it really wasn't positive. No, I don't think there was any positive to it. And they were going to have to handle that internally because Jones was still there. That would have moved Jones into the – uh, championship four, so Gibbs would have had two shots at it versus Junior Motorsports. Since he spun Jones, there was going to be three um, Junior Motorsports teams that he was going to have to go against. Just wasn't smart. Uh, he said he didn't need, mean to spin him out, which I, I don't know whether I believe that or not, um, but he celebrated hard after that one, and if I did that to a teammate, I probably wouldn't have celebrated as hard. That was, I mean... After that, you you have to embrace the villain because there's no coming back from that, in my opinion. Well, he won a clock, and you'll have to look at that the rest of his life and remember how he got that clock. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, that's important, too, and I could see moving your teammate and all, but you're right. He, I mean, he had the rear of that 19 card jacked up where there are um, unfortunate. It was, it was unfortunate to see. The where I stand on it is um, Ty Gibbs has has the world of talent, and we've talked about that many of times. But and we talked about this previously with the pit road incident that he had at one of the races with the crew crewmen and crew women out on the. It could have been a dangerous situation. Like eventually, if you keep saying you're sorry, you're going to learn from it. People stop believing you. I think in this instance, instance most people probably are at that point where they're going to stop believing you and now you're the villain. I feel like I'm going to give them another shot just to see, because this one was uh, going to devastate, you know, his grandfather's team and all that. So I'm, I'm curious uh, how he has changed since that event at Martinsville. 
Yep, yep. We'll see where this goes on this off season. Yep. Uh, Cup Series race there at Martinsville. Um, boy, Denny almost pits while the pits were closed there. I don't know what was going on, but that was super close. In fact, I think it was two or three of the tires were technically down below that box there, but luckily all four weren't. Um, late caution there uh, with third. Castle had a hard hit, just like Dylan did earlier in the race. Uh, very, very bad angle there to hit the wall. <laughs> yeah, definitely. You can wreck hard at Martinsville, man. Oh, yeah. And how about this? Bell was in a must-win situation again this round. Off at Martinsville to advance to the championship four, but that gets overshadowed a little bit by the Hail Melon. Uh, Ross Chastain pulls a video game move and gets in over Hamlin by picking up five spots and uh, has more points than Hamlin does. Unbelievable. It never saw anything like that before. Just like, just like, what was that? It didn't look real. It, you, you know, and then you thought, well, maybe his throttle stuck, but it was just unbelievable. <laughs> That's thinking outside the box, and he used a, a video game move, and yeah, he passed them all at the end. And hey, man, hey, how bad do you want it? That that's uh, that's thinking about it, and good good for uh, good for him. And I'll tell you what, <laughs> Chastain sure won a lot of fans, man. That's for sure. Absolutely, uh, you know, video of other drivers and teams, and you see the video from the other drivers and teams, and you look at every angle. Um, my goodness, un- <laughs> I've said unbelievable. I'm still in shock over it, looking back at it. I seen a new angle recently, been pretty close. I I don't even know how to describe it. I mean, he pulled what was it, five point two or five point eight G's which is almost like a fighter pilot or, you know, that's still a lot either way. And I think he was still in shock and feeling the effect when he got out of the car, but they were telling him you need two spots and he just held it. He put it into fifth gear and just held it up there on the wall and passed five cars. Like I said, I, well, I don't know if we'll see that again. Well, (laughs) you'll always be on the back of your mind. If somebody's going to pull that off, um, Wow. Yeah, we've never seen that before. And I don't know. Hope they don't take it away. Don't know if I want to see it again, but I hope they don't make a rule to make sure that doesn't happen. A lot of people say when you hit the wall like that, the caution should have came out. You know, when somebody makes contact with the wall. But I think everybody was just in shock, like, huh? What is what is this? You know, even the officials probably just like, you know, never saw anything like that. So I don't know. That's my feeling on it. I'm glad there wasn't a caution, although I will say that, and you and I have talked about it, NASCAR can be, that's kind of a gray area because sometimes they throw a caution, sometimes they don't on the last lap. We've seen people wrecking at Martinsville before down the front stretch and a caution doesn't come out. Um, I don't know. I'm glad a caution didn't come out. Like you, I don't want to see every opportunity, but I hope they don't make a rule about it. Uh, some drivers did voice concerns over that move after the race. Um Maybe rightfully so, but it was entertaining. Uh, Larson even called it embarrassing, and then he same thing last year because remember at Darlington he tried to by Truex, I believe it was, and he he tried to do that. It was interesting though.
because Chris Gabehart, who is Hamlin's crew chief, said he doesn't uh, thinks it was interesting to what Larson said and doesn't think NASCAR needs another rule. So I think that's where a lot of people stand on that. So good. Yep. Well, hopefully that'll happen. Um, gives them something to talk about, but I hope it just stays the way it is and we move on. But uh, <laughs> that was just unbelievable. Didn't look real. Just didn't look real. Like everybody else is slow on this car's just like on a rocket going around like roller derby, <laughs> you know? So, yep, that was good game. That was good all the way around. Yep. Um, Brad Kozlowski did finish fourth, but got DQ'd for heights at the end of the race. Hamlin, Blaney, Byron, and Briscoe were eliminated. Logano with a win, Bell with a win, and then Elliott and Chastain advanced to the championship for Phoenix. Yep, Chastain gets in on that last move, so that's that's what made it count. The Truck Series Championship, we were really excited for that uh, with our friend Ty in the race. Um, during the last section of the race, they were four wide on a restart increment. Eckes make contact, and Eckes hits the wall. They wrecked again on the restart, so there was a little bit of uh, of attrition. Unfortunately, Ty spins going for it on the inside of Zane Smith. to and Ty was coming there. I think if he's able to get by Zane, he probably can get by Rhodes as well, who was on two tires. Um, boy, that was that was deflating, but still, still a good race. Oh yeah, it was a good race. Yeah, once when Ty lost it, you know, just like damn. But uh, hey, he tried. He tried. You know, sometimes you could save a truck like that. You know, but uh, it just was just past pass of no return. But uh, yeah. yeah, good good stuff there. Good, I still like the truck series, man. The truck series puts out the best racing of the weekend. Yep, and and you know, Ty said he could have roughed him up a little bit and not spun out the truck, but he doesn't believe in doing that and doesn't. I think he gained a lot of respect by doing what he did. Well, absolutely, because everybody else just likes to put the chrome horn to somebody, and uh, he's uh, he's old school. He wants to race for it, so. Uh, kind of refreshing, ain't it? Yeah, and I, I think he maybe would put a bumper to someone, but he's not going to wreck someone to try to win it. So uh, kudos to him. Unfortunately for him, though, not only would he have to go back to the field and he had a little bit of damage, uh, Zane Smith would get by his teammate Rhodes, who was on two tires, like I said, and holds off Chandler Smith to win the race and the championship. So Zane Smith takes home the, the championship there. Well-deserved. That truck was good all year long. He almost won. I think this was his third time. Finished second, the other two. So well deserved for him in that thirty-eight team. Yeah, there was the middle of the summer. They kind of went into a lull where all of a sudden, you know, they already had a victory, and you didn't really see too much about it. But then as the year went on, he was consistently always up there. So, yeah, well deserved, man. Well deserved race champion. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Then the uh, Xfinity Series Championship race there at Phoenix. A um, little bit of action there during the last section of the race again. Uh, Gregson and Jones would have Jones checks up. Jones spins. And remember, Jones has taken over for that nine crew there. I don't think there's much that Gregson. Mike Gibbs wins the championship over Gregson and Allgaier. Uh Great job by the 54 team. You know, it was interesting because there was one point in the race behind Gibbs on a restart, and you thought maybe if something was going to happen, it was going to be then. But Jones takes Gibbs wins the championship. 
Yeah, that car was that car was the the car to beat all day. There was hardly anybody that could challenge that fifty four team. So, yeah, so well deserved champion. And then uh, and then find out that night that his father passed away. So, um, bittersweet bittersweet weekend for the Xfinity Series and his champion. Yeah, before before I get into that, I wanted to say that Gregson and Allgaier did have cars capable of defending off Gibbs. In fact, there was one point in the race where it looks like Gibbs wasn't going to come back into the race at all. But um, unbelievably sad. Uh, Coy Gibbs, Ty Gibbs' father, like you said, passed away hours after his chip. And to be frank, it a little difficult. Yeah, for sure. Just like get up the next morning, like, huh, hang on a second here. And then kind of connect the dots. Coy, isn't that his father? Yeah. And, you know, I kind of had to do a little research on that and just like, hmm. So, yeah, bittersweet on that championship there. Unbelievably. And, you know, you think, you know, as I say about Coy Gibbs, um, boy, just, just unfortunately, you know, um, you don't want to think about the future a whole lot, but um, how does that affect Joe Gibbs racing going forward, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Got the off season of to figure it all out and everything. But uh yeah, just something unexpected like that is just a shock. Yep. Well, um the cup championship will try yep. to turn the page there and speak about something more happy here. Yep, yep. Um four wide in a turn three after uh in well for Reddick who spins after contact. Uh, McDowell and Ty Dillon make contact, trying to avoid with McDowell spinning there. Restart, but Chastain was barely there, and Chase Elliott spins and hits the wall there. He would go one lap down, trying to repair, and just never come back from it. Yeah, it just touched him, and you know he pancaked the wall and thought maybe there might be some chance, but that car was too damn damaged. So then uh, that was that was the end of uh, Elliott being a contender that day. Yep. Uh, and then McDowell must have not realized Bowman was there on the uh, backstretch there or was that low and nails him. Um, then Bowman nailed the wall. You know, Bowman, that was his first race back there in his hometown or home state trying to con- recover from the concussion. And he took a heck of a hit there. It was so <laughs> strange. McDowell, like, it just, he just came up like no one was going to be there. And Bowman was clearly there. So strange incident there late. That was strange all the way around. Some say the sun was there. Um, I'd like to see a lap before that. It almost looked like that was kind of a little bit uh maybe sending a message, but uh, I don't know. Yeah, that was a hard hit down. The, that's the back stretch now. Yep. You know, and, and if it was something like that, I would I wouldn't feel good about that when I mean obviously you race people how they race you, but with Bowman coming back from race back and to do something like that even though he might have did you wrong and i'm not saying he did uh, happen but i would not feel good about that no not at all so but uh it just looked a little fishy i was just like wow what are you looking at dude what are you doing so yeah i thought yeah thought it looked a little strange yep logano would go on to win the championship uh chastain would finish third late but it just wasn't enough there it's the 22 and 22 like they've been saying all of a season for him and the 22 team and, and team Penske 
Yeah, for sure. He's hungry. He wants he wants another one right away. He's he's already sparking off that he wants. He wants more than two, but well deserved, man. They were there's another team that was in a lull all year during the middle of the summer, and then all of a sudden, once when the season came on, there's that twenty two car showing up. For a while there, we always thought that Penske might have lost some speed there in the middle of the summer. And then um, all of a sudden, all the Penske cars were performing at the end of the season. Yep. And, you know, you think about Penske and wins the Daytona 500, with, wins the all-star race with Blaney, and then wins the championship with Joey Logano. Uh, what a season. Yep. Yep. Quietly, too. It didn't really stick out that much that Penske was dominant. But, yeah, for the big shows, man, Penske's, Penske guys are right there. And to top it off, he wins the IndyCar championship. Uh, so, man, he had, uh, you know, you're talking about Penske, un- unbelievable that he wins the Indy 500, the Daytona 500, and then both championships. Just uh, that's kind of cool. That hasn't happened too often. And, man, he puts a lot of miles on for an older gentleman. I think he's, what, about 84, something like 83, 84, and, and uh, hasn't slowed him down. That's why he's full throttle, buddy, full throttle. We've heard that before. <laughs> yes, from old Red Farmer uh, when we saw him down at the Snowball Derby five years ago. Uh, excited to get back down to the Snowball Der- Derby here next Yeah, and I hear, what is he? Isn't he the – um, the master of ceremonies or something. So he'll, he'll be around. We'll be able to probably run into him again. He'll still be full throttle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He is the grand marshal, I believe. For Yep. Yep. You're correct. So yeah, that's cool. The lineup. Incredible for the snowball derby and the snowflake 100. The trucks always put on a good show. Thursday evening, Friday evening, the modifieds we watched from the infield the last time I would be again. Uh, I am starting to get really excited here. We're only a few days away from heading down there. Yeah. Yeah, for sure, man. They just kept adding on and adding on to the to driver's list. And, uh, oh, my geez. Super Bowl of, uh, I call it the Super Bowl of short track racing, man. Unbelievable lineup. And it's going to be an unbelievable Race for 300, for the 300, for the snowball. Yep, looking forward to hanging out with you, the Brock Miller clan, uh, Brian and Russ. Uh, Going to be a good time there for sure. Um, yeah. Before we get into our uh, season predictions at the beginning of the year and see a nice shout-out to Showtime Stitching for doing our apparel and coming on board here to end the season. Uh, we can't thank them enough. They were a joy to work with, just incredible products that they have. Please visit Showtime Stitching for any of your needs. You will be thankful that you did so. Yep, I wear it proudly, man. Good stuff, man. Look pretty sharp with their, with their get-up. Yep, going to wear it proud down at the Snowball Derby and in the state of Florida there. So thank you, everyone at uh, Showtime Stitching, Tara, Tim, uh, Jason, everyone involved. There, We, we appreciate it so much. That's for sure. Well, back to the podcast now. We talked about it just before our playoff predictions here, Mark. Um, So starting with the Camping World Truck Series, uh, you had 8 of 10 correct. So you had Nemechek, Chandler Smith, 
Enfinger, Zane Smith, Hosevar, Crafton, Eckes, and Rhodes correctly picked. You had three of the three of the championship four correctly picked as well. Chandler, Zane, and Ben Rhodes. Uh, you missed having Friesen and Majeski in the playoffs. So pretty good there. Uh, I had nine of ten. I had Nemechek, uh, Chandler Smith, Enfinger, Zane Smith, Hosevar, Ty, Crafton, Eckes, and Rhodes. I missed having Friesen there. We both had Ingram in there instead of Friesen, and then you had Kraus over Majeski, but and I had two of the championship four correctly uh, picked with Chandler and Zane. So all in all, pretty good there with the Camping World Truck Series. Yep, Truck Series was uh, pretty exciting. We uh, yeah, both of us wanted Nemechek. We picked Nemechek, and um, he just didn't have the luck there to, um, coming down at the end of the season. Didn't even make it into Final Four, so. Yeah, bad luck late. I think it was Miami that knocked him out this time. And last uh, last championship for he was in the previous year at Phoenix. He ran into some early issues and couldn't recover either. So, um, But we'll see what the future holds for him with KBM switching to Chevy. Now, obviously, he won't be with them. So it'll be interesting to see what he does. There's a few Gibbs rides open in Xfinity Series. Maybe he slots into one of those. Yeah, he bounces around other series. So, yeah, he brushed the wall. And then a little bit later, then he brushed it a little bit harder, and then finally the tire let go, and then that was the end of him at, at Homestead, and that ended up ended up killing a season. Yep, yep. In the Xfinity series, you had ten of twelve correct. Uh, you had Mayer, Allgaier, Barry, Gregson, Hemrick, Almaninger, Jones, and Herbst. So you missed uh, Clements and Sieg. You had Moffat and Creed instead of those two. Three of the four championship correct with Elgire, Barry, and Gregson. I had one less than you. I had um, nine of the 12. I had Elgire, Hemrick, Elmeninger, Jones, Hill, Gibbs, and Herps correct. I had Creed, Moffat, and Cat um, instead of Clemson. Um, I had all four correct and the champions correct so i had elgire barry gregson and gibbs with gibbs winning the championship that's very impressive there buddy yeah you uh you got that all perfect in the xfinity series amazing yeah that was that was pretty good there i don't want to toot my own horn here i think uh all of our picks were, were really good there but um pretty cool to have the four and the champion correct uh but we're excellent job here and we we did a good job in Cup Series here too. Um, of the sixteen, you had we both had thirteen correct. Um, we had Sindrick, or excuse me, you had Sindrick, Dylan, Harvick, Larson, Reddick, Elliott, Hamlin, Blaney, Kyle Busch, Bell, Logano, Byron, and Bowman correct. And there's kind of an asterisk with this, although not maybe not really. Um, we missed Brad. You missed Brad, Truex, and Kurt Busch being in. Kurt Busch did technically make the playoffs with his win. Unfortunately, with his concussion, he wasn't able to make it. But then that would have moved Blaney out. So you still would have had nine out of twelve. Um, you missed Chastain, Briscoe, and Suarez. Yeah, those three that you could pretty much uh, figure that you probably would miss those. So all in all, not not bad picking there. Yep. 
I had also nine of 12. I had Dylan, Harvick, Larson, Reddick, Elliott, Hamlin, Blaney, Briscoe, Kyle Busch, uh, Bell, Logano, Byron, and Truex, Custer, and Kurtbush in instead of Chastain, Suarez, and Sintrick. And then we both had two of the four championship four correct, Logano, and then I had Logano winning the championship, so I had the champion correct as well. So, yep, you did better picking, and, uh, you know, I started out with a 13-to-1 lead after five weeks, and then I was, uh, my Titanic was taking on water, and uh, I went down swinging, but I didn't, uh, I didn't win her this year, buddy, so good picking, congrats to you. Yeah, so let's talk about our weekly uh, points thing here. So how that worked was um, if your driver finished in front of the other drivers, so we drivers you got one point and if your driver won the race you got two points but you could only select a certain driver three times during the year so it got challenging near the end you needed to stash a few that you thought would be good late um so mark this is how it uh truck series you had 14 points xfinity you had 15 and cup you had 23 for a total of 52 points I had 16 in the truck, so just two more than you. This is where the difference really was made. I had 27 Xfinity Series points to your fifth. You did really good in Cup. You came back a little bit there. Um, you had 23 again. I had 17, so you beat me by six there. So the final point total was 60 to 52 in my favor. Um, I also kept track of how many wins we had as far as how many drivers we had winning the races. In the truck series, you picked two winners correctly. I had five. In the Xfinity series, I, uh, excuse me, you had four. I had six. In Cup, you had two correct winners, and I had one for a total of eight for you and 12 for me. Again, that doesn't reflect how we would normally pick because we could only pick a driver three times during the year. So we couldn't always pick the same driver. We thought they were going to win. So um, what a fun, what a fun challenge. So I really looked forward to this every week and uh, it was a good time. Yeah, it was different, man. All of a sudden we thought there wouldn't be enough drivers, you know, and we kind of made the, made the rules up as we went along and it turned out to be a challenge, man. We, we should get some more people invited and do this stuff. Yeah, I agree. I, I was disappointed at the end, uh, beginning of the year, when Fox 11 didn't come out with the racing challenge to have more people join. So we could have um, had more people join in our contest, but we did have a contest out there and we did have a winner and the winner had an option. If they were going to the snowball derby to have their Sunday ticket paid for, or if they were staying up here, then they would get a uh, pay-per-view pass to watch uh, the snowball derby from where they were. And Todd Simpson jr. Correctly picked a Ty Gibbs to win the Xfinity Series Championship. So he was gifted a three-day pay-per-view pass for the Snowball Derby. So congratulations to Todd Simpson Jr. on, on correctly picking Todd Gibbs. Yep. So another one that's out there that's good at picking, huh? But, uh, yeah, all in all, fun year, man. It was a fun season this year. Hopefully they work on the cup car a little bit, make that just a little bit more safer. And, uh, yeah, we'll see how 23 shakes out, man. 
Yeah, absolutely. Uh, was a I thought it was a really, really good NASCAR season. Uh, there has to be a few changes, like you said, but all in all, it was really, really enjoyable. A lot of parity in the Cup Series with the new car. Again, they have to tweak a little things, a uh, little or a few things with that. But all in all, a really good season. And the Daytona 500 is less than 100. I think it's down to what 84, isn't that right? Something like that. 84. That's uh, well, that would be uh, tw- uh, 12 weeks. How's that? Something like that. Who's counting though? Got to get through the holidays first. Once we get through the holidays, then we can start thinking about. Yep, days are gonna get longer and get back into racing season. I'm having withdrawals there, dude. I know. Uh, it's pretty crazy on these weekends when there's no racing, like sometimes it can wear you out a little bit and, and all that. But as soon as it's over, gosh, there's, you know, football is just not enough. I feel like, but, um, really looking forward to the snowball derby, like we mentioned. So that's still up there. There's going to be some other short track stuff going on in between there. There's a big race down in Putagorda, Florida going on right now. So that's a big deal. A couple of our local guys are down there, guys and girls. So, um, there's still some local stuff to pay attention to. We're going to be doing some stuff for the podcast down at the Snowball Derby. So look out for that. And uh, we can't thank you enough for all your support. And, and thank you again, Mark, uh, for all that you do. Yeah, for sure, man. It's a who's who down at the Derby, man. They just they just kept bringing more drivers in. Last one was Brad Keselowski. And just like, like hey, I, you know, if we get a chance to talk to Brad, say, hey, dude, why don't you do like uh, Byron does and bring your super late up to Wisconsin and see, you know, you want to go against the best, bring, come, bring, bring your talents up here. And, uh, hey, maybe that'll be a thing that goes on where these guys get back in super late and maybe we'll see them around here in the summer. That'd be really cool. So I like seeing the cup guys uh, go into a super late and seeing how they work. Maybe we'll see them up there next summer. That'd be cool. Yeah, absolutely. I think you're seeing more and more of that. I think they are really going back to trying to get back to their roots and all of that stuff. So I've been seeing more and more of that again. So that's really awesome. So, um, yeah, looking forward to the end of the short track season here. Uh, we might pay, take a little bit of a break for the holidays, and then we're going to try to get back at it, this thing with maybe some more short track stuff. Or before we know it, we'll be talking the NASCAR season again. Yeah, we'll start picking up the rumors that's going on. <laughs> and uh, we can dissect uh, the NASCAR news and stuff that we hear. So, yeah, we'll talk about it then. Now we'll start getting pumped up and start counting the days down to Daytona Speed Week. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, that'll probably be what we do here. We'll probably recap the Snowball Derby and our experience down there again and then talk about um, the news that's going on with the changes. Might wait for the turn of the year to talk about that, but we also have to have Ty back on. So there's some stuff here, so look out for that. I'm going to try to get better at posting some more things, whether it be questions or things like that on our page. So look up Lore Sports on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. We might get back to video recording as well. Um, again, thank you, everyone, for your support. We'll talk to you soon here after the Snowball Derby. Mark, I'll see you in a few days. Thank you again, buddy. Yep, we're heading down to Pensacola, man. We're going to take over Snowball Derby. Um, they know we're coming, so wear your sunglasses so they don't recognize us because we're about to take over all this Wisconsin uh, fanatics are going to charge into the place and watch the Midwestern boys show them Southern boys how to get it done.
<laughs> yeah, yeah. It's going to be a great weekend. Uh, hey, we'll talk to you soon. All right, man. See you at the track. See ya. This has been a production of Lore Sports. Hope you all enjoyed it, and thank you for listening.